Ever been hijacked by imposter syndrome? I know I have. Listen in for strategies that you can use on this episode of the Enough Already podcast. Had enough? Are fears and questions about your worth keeping you on the sidelines instead of making a powerful impact and income with your consulting or coaching? You're in the right place. I'm Betsy Jordan, and with my background as a consultant, entrepreneur, and personal brand builder, I'm here to say enough already. Let's uncover and package your brilliance together. Hi there, and welcome to the Enough Already podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Jordan. And in the last episode, I went over four reasons why imposter syndrome is so common, so gut-wrenching for consultants and coaches, especially those of us who want to use our strengths and experience to make a bigger difference in the world. We also went over how debilitating it can be, how it eats up our time and our money. If you haven't listened to it yet, definitely tune in. But today, what I want to focus on are the strategies that you can use to cure it. This is what we're going to be going over in today's episode. But before I tell you about the cure, let's make sure we're on the same page around what imposter syndrome is. So bottom line, what is imposter syndrome? It's what happens when high achieving people, really smart people have a hard time internalizing their accomplishments and they worry that they've been faking it and they live in fear of being exposed as a fraud. This is what happens every time we step outside of our comfort zone. And it's costly to us in terms of both time, money, and especially our happiness. There is absolutely no joy that any of us get from wanting to hide underneath the bed saying, oh dear God, I hope nobody finds me out. It's a horrible experience. I know for sure because I have dealt with it over and over at every different juncture of my business. And it took me forever to figure out this whole imposter syndrome thing, which is why I'm so passionate about it. So there's some aspects of my imposter syndrome that happened when I left Disney and I started my own business that I was really worried about, like, well, how do I take my career and turn it into a business? So that was really new. But I also have another aspect of where I hit the imposter syndrome is when I first started my consulting business, I was really ready to take my career to a next level anyway. So I wound up being in this situation where I actually built the wrong business and I wound up recreating my old career at Disney instead of really going after the business that I wanted. So that's been really painful because it took me forever to really manifest the business that I love, which is all around brand building and drawing out other people's strengths, packaging them. This is who I've been all along. So what's really ironic is I'm this hider. I've hidden plain sight. So I've got over a hundred videos on my YouTube channel, more blogs, and you know what? I'm still hiding. So at every juncture, when I wanted to pivot my business, even from going from consulting to mentoring, I wound up in that same boat. And when I'm really leaning into even this podcast, I'm having that same experience. So imposter syndrome is nothing to be ashamed of. It's just something that's expected, especially when we're going from the business that we should have or the career we think we should have to the one that we really want. So if you're kind of like me and you want the dream business, you don't want another business that just mirrors what you did back in corporate. You want something that really aligns with some new parts of you that's emerging and you don't know necessarily how do you articulate that? How do you monetize it? How do you get it on a website? Definitely head on over to my website and learn more about my brand messaging and positioning program because this is why I'm so passionate about it because I built the wrong business and I don't want you to wind up in that same boat. Also, while you're there, definitely check out our free guide in building your breakthrough brand. That will also give you a jump start on all of this. So let's talk now about the cure for imposter syndrome, because that's the point of this particular episode. And I want you to really be free from the implications of imposter syndrome so that from the inside out, you will be so ready to build that dream business. So we're going to use the acronym or the alliteration CURE to talk about the cure for imposter syndrome. 
So let's start with the C of cure. The first letter, C, is characterize it accurately. So I want to be clear on this whole idea of imposter syndrome. I don't really buy that it's a condition that we struggle with. I don't like making us seem like there's something wrong with us. The reality is your imposter syndrome is simply a part of you. And it's a part of you that has light and shadow attributes. So when you're dealing with the painful part, it's just operating in the shadow. But this is the part of you that both both welcomes and resists change. So that's what you're dealing with. It's discounting your talents and you're sabotaging your potential because it really just wants you to be safe. But in the light, this part of your imposter syndrome really gets transformed into your sage self. This is the part of you that can destroy false projections that others might have about you. So this is a part of you that has light attributes, shadow attributes. It's just a part of you, but it's not all of you. And it's not some sort of pathological condition that you struggle with. So we need to characterize it accurately so that you can engage it more compassionately. So now let's go to the you. What is the you of the cure? It's understand what it needs. So what does this part of you need? It needs courage to overcome the fear of the unknown. That's what you're really dealing with. Imposter syndrome is really about the fear of the unknown because the reality is, is you're amazing. You have this incredible track record. You know how to create results and generate income when you're using your zone of competence. You've done this for years. This is how you got up to the top of your game and how you climb the ladder. So you already know how to go find a job. You already know how to negotiate a salary, all those things you know how to do. What you don't know how to do is use your zone of genius, and that's why your brain is sort of freaking out on you. And there's a lot of aspects with business ownership is totally different. You may never have marketed yourself before. You may never have done a proposal, set fees. That's brand new. You also may never have delivered results using influence, like as a consultant and coach does versus as a leader. So that might be brand new. But what if you're going through a transition like I went through, where I wanted to pivot my business from consulting to doing more brand messaging and positioning? I've never monetized those particular skills as much as I do right now. That was new to me. It was my strengths that I've had throughout my entire life, but I've never done that before. So what do you need is you need courage. The word courage comes from the old French and the Latin, which means heart. So you need heart to overcome that amygdala response. And you know that amygdala response. It works great when it's supposed to be your amygdala response. You know, whenever you're, you know, there's that proverbial walking in the forest and you see a bear, that's the amygdala response doing what it's supposed to do, which is keeping you safe. What you need in this situation is you've got to get beyond that reaction where that reptile brain is taking over. You need to go beyond freeze, which is in our world as business owners is that overthinking. Perhaps if you look at a lion and a lion's feeling threatened, you know, the first thing a lion might do is freeze in so that it's not detected. For us, it's our overthinking and analysis paralysis. You know what that's all about is you just can't move. You know, we're stuck. Uh, you also need to go beyond flight. For us, it's procrastination. For maybe that lion, you know, it's running away. So that's the other part of where you need to go beyond. And you need to go beyond fight. So for the lion, obviously, you know what the lion does when it's feeling threatened. For us, it's that active resistance or really that frenzied activity. So we need to understand that this is what your this part of you needs courage and it needs to get beyond this amygdala response. And how do we do it? Well, I'll tell you this, whatever you do, do not call this part of you a gremlin. Please promise me, don't call it a gremlin because it's not an enemy. If you treat it like an enemy and you exile it, it will act like an enemy. So how do you convert this fear 
So here's what's really cool. I just discovered this recently around what neuroscientists have found out around how this happens. That same part of our coward brain is also our bravery brain. And how fear can be converted into bravery is simply by adding oxytocin, which is that hormone that bonds the mothers to newborns. And this is what can be released in response to threats. So oxytocin is what allows humans to respond to threats together with a new survival strategy, the tendon befriend. So this happens when we notice other endangered humans in our surroundings. So from a business standpoint, what you do need to do is notice that it's not just you that is depending on your success. For sure, that's important for me. A big part of my courage in moving forward has been the fact that I was a single parent and my kids were depending on me. So that was really important. But there's a bigger picture around who's around you. And I think that means noticing your clients and what they need. This is why I love that Audre Lorde quote so much. I use this all the time. If you've followed me at all, if you've read any of my materials, if you've been in any of my programs, you're going to find that I use this quote. And what she says is, when I dare to be powerful, to use my strengths in service of my vision, it matters less and less whether I'm afraid. So this is why through a lot of the brand building work I do with my clients is I spend a lot of time helping them shift the spotlight of their business from them to their ideal clients. Here's what happens with this imposter syndrome. We sit up at night worrying like, oh, do I have what it takes? Do I have what it takes? Do I have what it takes? The, the cure, the solution here is move that focus to your ideal clients. So I spend a lot of time with my clients, not just helping them choose a niche, but deeply understanding that. When you understand the needs of the people around you, which is who your business serves, that helps get over that particular challenge in a way like nothing else. So what you want to do is focus at this point around not about do I have what it takes, it's more around what is their need. And once you see the need so clearly, then you're really motivated like, okay, I got to get out there and market myself because I have a solution. It's sort of like when you you got the cure for cancer, you wouldn't hold it in and you wouldn't keep it to yourself. You would want to give it to everybody who's suffering from cancer. Same thing with your consulting and coaching. There's unique things that you're bringing to the table that other people desperately need. And if you keep focusing on you, you're not going to see those needs and you're not going to get out there and be as bold as you could be. So here's a little trick that worked for me at every juncture. And I didn't know until recently why it was so effective and why it worked at every time. But every time I hit a crossroads, I always go back to Bon Jovi's song, It's My Life. So this is another thing that if you followed me for a while, you know, I quote Bon Jovi all the time in this particular song, but I didn't know why it worked. So according to Angus Fletcher, who's an expert in neuroscience and literature, I know that sounds kind of odd having it together. What he identified is that group song and time of crisis can amplify our sense of being close to others, thus releasing that all important oxytocin that turns that fear into bravery. So he says singing a praise or a song to God or something along those lines releases our ability to do that tend and befriend. And this is what gives courage. And this has worked for me at every point in time. So listen to the lyrics of Bon Jovi. So for me, it's a song to God, or it could just be just a song that relates to courage. And this is why it worked for me. So I want to read the words from Bon Jovi's It's My Life so you can understand why this is so effective. So I'm not going to sing it. You're going to be very grateful that I won't sing it just because I can't sing. If you want to hear the actual lyrics and with somebody who could actually sing, head on over to YouTube. But listen to these words and imagine why this would create that oxytocin release and give courage. So what he says in the song is this. This ain't a song for the brokenhearted. No silent prayer for faith departed. And I ain't going to be just a face in the crowd. You're going to hear my voice when I shout it out loud. It's my life. It's now or never. 
but I ain't going to live forever. I just want to live while I'm alive. This is where I went back to at every juncture. And even now where I'm reinventing my business and taking my brand to another whole level, I'm launching this podcast. This is the song that I go back to and why it works is just by virtue of somebody writing the lyrics, I know I'm not alone, but he's also putting words to what I want, which is I want it. I don't, I don't want to live this unlived life. It's now or never. So every time it's like, it's my life, it's now or never, I ain't going to live forever. And that pushes me over the edge to say, no, I got to go out and do it. I got to be brave. That's how you turn fear into bravery is by, by seeing the bigger picture. Let's do the E of our cure. The E is to enroll support because sometimes this is so hard to do on your own. There is no way I really would have up-leveled my business or pivoted it if I didn't have mentors at every juncture. When I started my business, my web guy, Chad, was a huge role in helping me get this perspective around how I can be different, how I can show up in more power. Where I'm at right now with my thought leadership, I'm working really closely with Carol Cox of Speaking Your Brand, and she's helping me out. So at every juncture, you're going to need somebody who's been where you want to go and can show you the way. But there's another thing about a mentor that's really important. So the word mentor actually comes from the Odyssey, where the name of the character is named Mentor, and that's the person who guides the young hero. The word mentor comes from the Greek, menos, which is the word for mind, which can mean intention, force, or purpose. And it also could mean spirit of remembrance. And it could also mean, again, courage. So think about all of our heroes that we love in all of the hero journey movies. So you picture Star Wars or The Lion King. You know, it's, it's what happened with Rafiki and Simba, where Rafiki knocked Simba on the head and encouraged him, or Obi-Wan with Luke. So a mentor is not just somebody who's been where you want to go, but somebody who can hold out that higher aspect of yourself until you can believe it for yourself. My clients share with me all the time what they appreciate about me is that I got this magic mirror and I could hold out for them the value of what they can do until they can hold it for themselves. That's the essence of what a mentor can do for you. So it's a growth container, yes, but it's somebody who can hold up an image and say, yes, it's possible. You can do everything that you want to do. And that will also help that fear of the unknown, that imposter syndrome. Okay, so let's recap on what is the cure. What is the cure for imposter syndrome? C, characterize it accurately. It's not a condition. It's not something that you can feel bad about or not. You can feel bad about it. Nothing that you should feel bad about it. It's not a condition. It's just a part of you. And it just might be at this particular moment, if you're listening to this and you're attracted to something called imposter syndrome, it just might be operating in the shadow. No big deal because there's a strategy here. You understand what it needs. It needs courage. That's all it needs. It needs to convert this fight or flight response into bravery. And the R is respond with compassion to that. So you got to give it that oxytocin, that sense that gets activated when connecting with other people and the bigger picture of what you're doing. And the E Enroll support, especially if you get stuck, especially a mentor, somebody who can hold out that potential for you until you can hold it on for yourself. So now you know the cure. Let's talk about some next steps. Number one, just expect imposter syndrome and maybe even embrace it. And I probably would even push you a little bit further. Celebrate it. The reason why you have imposter syndrome is you're moving to new levels of growth. Otherwise, you wouldn't have fear. You'd just simply be in familiar territory. So this is really cool. Expect it, embrace it, celebrate it. 
Thank you for tuning in. If today's episode lit a fire in you, please rate and review Enough Already on Apple Podcasts or subscribe wherever you listen. And if you're looking for your next step, visit my website, BetsyJordan.com, B-E-T-S-Y-J-O-R-D-Y-N. You'll find e-courses and blogs that offer roadmaps for your success. Don't wait, start today.